Since time immemorial, human beings have stared up at the stars and asked the unanswerable questions. Why am I here? What is the nature of the cosmos? What is the meaning of life? Are we alone in the universe? Will DC ever make movies as well as Marvel? How exactly did Megatron shrink? Is a detailed backstory for your first level halfling wizard even How worth it? How muscular men with pageboy haircuts lived on Eternia if they couldn't figure out that Prince Adam was He-Man? Who is going to play Alabama for the championship this what year? What does God need with a starship? Prepare your ear holes for a podcast dedicated to the philosophical quandaries of pop culture. An audio thunderdome. Two nerdy friends enter. Only one shall be victorious. This is I'm Right, and he's Hi, wrong. and welcome to this podcast that is not sponsored by an OnlyFans. <laughs> yet. Uh, we normally start uh, each podcast off, uh, Rob, with talking about um, omissions from last episode, uh, acts of contrition, that sort of thing. Last episode was our Facebook Live episode uh, in which the we, ninjas, yeah. the ninjas one, yeah. uh, which I I believe I did upload that still to to our 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 podcast yeah, yeah, host. It, Everything still went out as audio. There it was go. on our regular uh, our regular feed uh, as well. Okay, correct. Good. I've 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 dropped the ball a lot of times. Yeah. So I'm as um, as that for was true. omissions. I do not remember of anything that we should have omitted. Uh, well, I, we, we didn't, didn't specifically mention the teenage mutant ninja turtles, but you did have Splinter as right. That's right. Well, I I we also didn't mention Beverly Hills Ninja, uh, and nor did we really delve deep into actual culturally appropriate ninjas. We mostly just went with uh, white guys from the '80s, and I think that's, yes, that's. Really, white guys from the '80s yeah, is what yeah, this yeah. podcast is all about. It was on our regular, uh, our regular feed. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, that was weird. Were we in a time warp? I think we were in a time warp there for yes. a minute. All right. Cool. Uh, well, good. Uh, so let's get to this one then. Should we? Should we start the introductions before anything other weird thing happens? Okay. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> Uh, my name is Monty Ike, and he's the hot to trot to my secretariat. He's the mighty ducks to my bad news bears, and he's the Adam Sandler longest yard to my Burt Reynolds longest yard. <laughs> I'm glad you revised that. Yeah. He's my best friend, Rob Bloom. Uh, hey, Rob, what are we talking about today? Uh, we are talking sports movies. We got a wonderful suggestion, and we decided to embrace it. Yeah. Uh, Harvey, and I'm doing that in air quotes. Harvey, thanks for uh, uh, for suggesting that. Uh, yeah, and it was funny. Uh, uh, the NFL draft was on you know, broadcast television, and it's weird. Um, I don't know why people don't just take the entire Alabama team every year uh, and put it as an, uh, an NFL team. But uh, but yeah, and so uh, Harvey said, you know, this draft thing is making me think about sports movies. And so it was a good one. Uh, I think sports movies are great because sports movies already have built-in tension. You know what I mean? Uh, I will fully admit, uh, this was probably one of, and I think you and I had done a little pre-discussion I think this is one of the hardest ones to nail down like my top five because there are so many wonderful movies in this list that that have that emotional connection to me and are, you know, like, like you said, they kind of hit the ground running because any sport has a dramatic tension already yeah. built in and then you 
add another story on top of it. It Right. Yeah. They're natural movies if you think about it. Yeah, Unintended. The, the game, the big game mm. is always the greatest third act you can have. It already has yeah. an immense <clears throat> amount of t- tension. The falling action is, you know, it's all just kind of sort of built in. So, uh, and there are a lot of sports movies. We, we, I think when we decided to do this, we riffed a couple in text and, uh, I'm excited for this. Uh, normally I make fun of you for having a shit ton of honorable mentions, but I honestly wrote down 20 movies that are good in some way or another. That Again, that's do, why that I, I have to do with sports. Hard list. Yeah. 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 I, when I have 20, that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Also, uh, the reason why I have 22 is because I knew that our top fives would leave way too many open. Uh, and I didn't want the flood of emails of, you forgot this, you forgot this, you forgot this. So. And also, yeah, I know we're going to forget some. And there are some that are really <clears throat> memorable. I won't say good, but memorable that I'm yeah. leaving off the list because – we have a future plan to do an episode of um, uh, movies with guilty pleasure. Oh, no, it was not. That was the one I thought guilty of, yeah. pleasure movies. Okay. And some of these sport movies that aren't the greatest, I would put on my guilty pleasure list actually first before I would put them on like my favorite sport movie. Yeah. Okay. If, uh, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I just realized I've I left one off of my honorable mention, uh, but I feel like we've talked about it before, so I'm not going to worry about it. All right, well, uh, let's 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 start with number five, shall we? Do we? Uh, do you yeah. want to start or should I? Should should we? Uh, you know, do rock a paper scissors coin flip? Yeah, let's do I a was... referee coin flip. That's a good idea. Uh, here we go. Uh, do you have a coin? I do. Ready? Okay, uh, yeah. Ready? Uh, heads. Yeah. You call. Okay. Heads. It's heads. It's heads. All right. Cool. I get it. Uh, my number five uh, is uh, a movie from 1981. Michael Caine, Sylvester Stallone, and a bunch of other actors. It's a movie called Victory. Uh, the gist of it is there's a, uh, a camp of um, uh, allied POWs that challenge the German national soccer team to a match. And at first, it's a means of escape. They plan on playing half the the soccer match and then um, escaping at that point um, to embarrass and cause confusion. But there's a chance that they could actually win. Is this a Hogan's Heroes episode? It is not a Hogan's Heroes episode. The 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 movie's (laughs) called the movie's called Victory. So uh, Sylvester Stallone is an American and uh, he doesn't know anything about uh, soccer, but he played American football. But he's also a demolitions expert, so they need him to help them tunnel out or whatever. Like he's, he's more important for the, uh, uh, for the escape than he is for the game. So they end up gotcha. breaking the arm of their camp goalie, and he fills in. And but it's Michael Caine. There's this great moment where they're about to escape. They've got all these plans, and they're like we could actually embarrass them more by winning this match out on the pitch. Uh, So they do, and it has this great ending where uh, the people of Germany rush the field, and they all start giving them civilian clothes. Like, there's a massive humanity, and they end up escaping still because they are basically covered in civilian What year did this come out? 1981, and it used to be on cable all the damn time when I was a kid. I don't remember anything like that. Oh, it's great. It's great. It sounds like a really like it's uh, beautiful. There's a, there's training montages. 
there's escape plans, and then there's a brilliant soccer game, Pele. Pele is in this movie. No kidding. Yeah, and I think, I can't remember, I don't think, he obviously doesn't play a Brazilian. I think he plays a French-Algerian uh, who's, uh, who's you know, and he does the he does the bicycle kick in this movie. And I remember awesome. as a kid being like, that's fucking dope. So, yeah. Blame this movie How maybe for like... How old would he have like, been about 1981? Oh, like he, shit, I don't know. He's, he's past he his retired? prime. Yeah, he's re- yeah, retired. Okay. He's not in his prime. Uh, but he could still do a fucking bicycle, bicycle kick, and it was kick. and it's Michael Caine, and you know I like Michael Caine because he's great. Yeah. Look, I don't know what you Americans call football, but you're not playing it this way. That's great. I love it. Why anyway. do we? Why do we score goals, Master uh, <laughs> Bruce? Why do we score goals? Because uh, that's how points work. I don't know. You guys end in ties. <sighs> what the fuck does that mean? So victory. It's also called that's escape to victory. Us, uh, I think. Uh, but here in America, it was always I have never victory. heard of this. I'm gonna have to look it up. Totally. Do so. Okay. Mother. My number so. one is, or I'm sorry, not number one, number five. Yeah. Is one that I, I saw all the time in cable. It was yeah. like, it, it was a cable regular. And uh, it wasn't so, like, the movie's great. But the thing that's the most memorable is the credits on this movie. And I fucking love the movie Wildcats with Goldie Hawn. Yeah. And the very first combination before, uh, not collaboration of, Wesley Snipes and um, Woody Harrelson. Yeah, is in this movie before White Man yeah. Can Jump. Yeah, yep. it's the sport uh, of kings. I lo- the, the, better I, than diamond rings. Better than diamond Uh-oh. rings. Wildcats. Yeah. Uh, give 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 the people the plot if they haven't seen it. There isn't much of a plot other than it's a it's a woman who's I, I can't. They're divorced already or separated. Mm-hmm. He's seeing uh, her husband is seeing like a snippy snotty woman. And withholding the kids from from Goldie. Yeah. Goldie needs to have a job. And she's a PE teacher, I believe, at this high school. Um, and she then falls into be, uh, the I think, uh, football team yeah, because the, they need a coach. Yeah, they, and, yeah, it's an inner city high school. Uh, I think it's uh, also if she coaches, she gets more money. Yes. And that's part and of the reason no why. they have no expectations yeah. that anything – like they're like – they're throwing her a bone to give her money, but they have no expectations that it's going right. to go anywhere. In fact, they're expecting her to fail. Yeah, all set up, which is always a great thing. The You've been set up to fail, and you succeed at the end. Uh, Wesley Snipes plays the gangbanger who isn't on the football team, but is a remarkable athlete. Like, he's just a talented and, athlete. And, and she confronts him. In the, she's, Goldie yeah. Hawn is a fucking badass in this movie. Yeah. And you know what? She reminds me of my mom in this movie. There's something about it. She looks like my mom. She talks like my mom. She has like the kind of too much mascara like my mom did. There was something about her that I that I always would watch this movie. And it was like of all of Goldie Hawn's movies, this was the one that reminded yeah. me of my mother the most. And and the ex-husband is this. Oh, he's played by that dick of an actor. The guy always played dicks. But by the end of the movie, there's... There's, you, he redeems himself yeah, a little bit. Yeah, he, he goes to the game. He lets the kids sit at the game. Right, and he realizes. Yeah, and he, he wants her to succeed, which is just great. Yeah. yeah, and it's 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 got a cool inspiration. And even there's a point where because Woody Harrelson thinks he's the best quarterback, and yeah. I forget who the new guy is that comes in because I think he was an up and coming actor. It's been so long since yeah. I've seen it, but he ends. I do remember him being like an actor that goes on to other things. But there's a point where like Woody's like. 
Am I off the team? It's like, hell no, there's plenty of spots for you here. Yeah, yeah. It was, it's it's a really, and then again, the very end credits where they're all saying, because it, it came out, I believe, around the same Super, time the as Super Bowl, Super Bowl Shuffle. So they did like the Super Bowl And I think Super it was Bowl a little Shuffle parody it. of the Super yeah. Bowl Shuffle. Yeah, it's great. I, I love Wildcats. That is a great Don't movie. Cuss. Don't yeah. cuss, little, yeah. little timid boy. Yeah, I love it. That's what, what is great it, number what, five. What is it that she says that she screams like some something motherfucker? I yeah. There's I can't remember yeah. what it, but she just screams on the like something something motherfucker. It's to the big fridge like guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, because he's not he doesn't have a killer instinct, and she's trying to get yeah. him fucking pissed. He's just there to, to go. eat food, and right? And yeah. Paid for the oh, drive. if you remember, he's uh. If you remember, he's like the school brain and he sells right. homework and he's That's like, right. I'm not going to do anything that puts, you know, I'm just here to blah, blah, blah. And she gets him pissed and gets him going. Uh-huh. That's oh, that's so good. Uh, it's yeah, a great, it really is a great movie. And it I, holds up as yeah. far as I can remember. <laughs> no, no, Rob, that's a good one. Uh, I heart that one, too. So Wildcats uh, definitely should have been on my top five. There you go. Uh, you want to do number four? Uh, I can. Uh, uh, my number four, I think, it would at least be in your list as well. It's a super sentimental one to me. It's a great movie, but I think any any boy growing up can at least relate to, you know, you and I did this growing up where we we'd have like the the you know the get-togethers, the uh, you know it was like pickup games of whatever, fill yeah. in the blank, soccer, football. This movie is pickup games of baseball, but they would do it all the time and they were a club and they were a group. And I love, there is something that's super endearing about the Sandlot and how there's, you know, a couple of kids on this team that, you know, are going to go pro and they're, they're, you know, they just all have each other's backs. And it's almost like, it feels like it comes out of the little rascals vein where it's this group of little boys that all just get into mischief, but do it all in the name of baseball and yeah, I it's it's a good. I'll I'll be honest with you. I can't remember when this movie came out, but I it doesn't hold as much nostalgia to me. I mean, I know people who love this movie, and I can't ever tell if the reason why I don't love this movie is because I just don't like baseball that much, or I, and, and if I it's think something else. Baseball is super important to it, and other movies that are on my list, I will reference this a little bit more. But they speak of baseball in this movie like it's religion. Yeah. And it, and that might be why when, it just doesn't resonate with me. And even with James Earl Jones in this, mm-hmm. there's, you know, there's certain things that he talks about. And, you know, knowing who Babe Ruth was and things like that, where it, it's... I, I don't want to talk about it too much because future references call on this a little more. But there is such a nostalgia and camaraderie and team thing that I love about this movie and just the shenanigans they get into. Yeah. Uh, the dog. I, and playing against the other like snooty, you know, rich kid team and kicking their ass. Always, always a classic move. The class warfare in these movies. That's a, that's a common theme. We talked about it with like bad news bears. It's oh, all absolutely. about, you know, fuck up kids. Mighty ducks is Fuck up kids, Mighty Ducks, the new version. Fuck up kids, Major yeah. League, uh, yeah. things like that. Yeah, that's a great um, segue to my number four, Major it? League. <laughs> yeah, my number four is Major League. 
Uh, I'll be honest with you. I was making this list, and I was literally like, why does... Is it is baseball just the easiest to fucking make movies about? Because I was like, I kept on thinking about movies and 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 baseball kept popping up. But yeah, Major League. I think Major League's a great movie. It's got uh it's got a lot of good stuff in it. Um uh you know, I, I think of Major League and, and Bull Durham kind of as sort of similar and sort of in the same orbit. But for me, I like sure. Major League One's more. One's the dramatic, one is the... Right, yeah. Well, I mean, Bull Durham's got a lot of funny bits it's in it. It's comedy, but one, but it's it's got a dramatic feel yeah. to it. It overall is much more Major dramatic. Major League is, is aiming at the, the comedy target. Yeah. Where... And so I chose Major League. It's got so many funny, crazy bits about it and uh, makes you care about Cleveland. Uh, uh Euchre, Euchre alone is probably worth pricing this. is great. I, I love the three guys in the uh, the three guys in the the stands doing yeah. the the wave alone. Um, yeah, there's the so many fans, so many things about it. And so <laughs> when like when the Cleveland Indians won, I was like, oh, hey, that's great. <laughs> you know, like I, I was like, oh, that's the only thing. Now, do I think that maybe they should change the name of their team? Yes, but there you go. So, I, I th- uh, that movie has I, it, if I recall. Charlie Sheen was kind of on a downward slope career-wise again. Not that he was That was his like, first slope, yes. Yeah. And this um, basically gave him comedy chops because he got, I think he did. got Hot exactly. Shot parts. He got Hot Shots and Hot Shots Part Due based on Major League's work that he did there, proving that he had really good comedy chops. Well, and it, it just, there was something about that cast together because, again, another Wesley Snipes movie, yeah. at least the original was, mm-hmm. Um I love that entire crew together is really funny when you think about it. Yeah. I've seen Pass some of the, the riff, sequels. Uh, and... Mr. Allstate as uh Yes, yeah. Mr. Allstate. Um, with, yeah. you know, do I need a chicken. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, so many good. Uh, how about the old I don't I don't know the actor's name, but the old pitcher, the one that uses all of the like talks about using the hair. Oh, that's and right. That's and right. he's like you you're like that guy's still playing in the major leagues cuz he looks like he's 50 in that movie. I think he was yeah. trying to be kind of a callback to Nolan Ryan. Yeah. Because Nolan Ryan was in the at the time and was very similar like was still an amazing pitcher but would probably walk off the field with a crutch because he was so old and Yeah. So still funny. could pitch but just, you know, was barely on that mound anymore. And yeah. Anyway, Major League, I, I think it's great. I, uh, it's a, it's a good solid. It's got uh, some great one-liners too. Yeah. Just a bit else. Yeah, <laughs> so many good things in that movie, and uh, and yeah, I li- I like it. Uh, I I like that movie. It doesn't necessarily lean too much on, uh, on baseball. A great funny like. There's no wasted characters in that. Corbin Bernstein as Dorn. Oh yeah, is yeah. like he's like an asshole, but like not. Fully an asshole, right? You know what I yeah. mean? Like they there's, set him up at the beginning. Redemption to him. Yeah, yeah they, they set him up at the beginning. You're like, oh, is he like the the secondary villain? And he's not. He he ends up, you know, putting his shit in there and going in with everyone else, and it's great. Still so. gets a punch on uh, on. Oh Charlie yeah. Bean at the end, deservedly. Yeah, but, d- uh, yeah, yeah. It's great. Uh, I yeah. Uh, I I think Major League's great. So there you go. That's yeah. my number four, and I'll, I'll go That's, now to my number three. Okay. The least surprising on this list. In so much, I may only just talk about it for like 15 seconds. It's Give me a second. Let me let me think what could it be. The least surprising. The least surprising on this Rocky? list. Rocky? No. Rudy Rocky? No, it's Rudy. 
Roots. Oh, Rudy is oh, my okay. least surprising on this list. Now, you're probably like, but Monty, it's surprising it's not number one. Well, yeah, because it's not number one. My number two and my number uh, uh, one, I think, are better than Rudy altogether. Yeah. Rudy is about football, but it's not about football. It's about uh, a lot of different things. Obviously, I love it because I love Notre Dame. Uh, I'm pretty sure Rudy had a lot to do with a bit. It's got, uh, you know, um, it's Sam Wise is in it. That's great. Uh, young <laughs> Vince Vaughn is in it. Like, yeah. you know, you've got, you've got like, Hey, don't, don't forget Vince Vaughn's partner who later became the director yeah, of many of John our- Favreau's in that. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's got a lot of like these great people. It's got, you know, um, uh, it's got a lot of great, great acting in it. Uh, it's a great story of uh, you know all that other stuff. I think it's, it's the last, the best last five minutes of a of a sports movie because oh, those yeah. last five minutes you are just like you're even me thinking about look I can like yeah goosebumps goosebumps yeah. when I think about the way that movie ends and and really what's what's the the lesson of it is that you just try your hardest all the time that you play with heart yeah and yeah and try yeah. you don't have to be big and you don't have to be good. <laughs> You just it, it have really, to get out there and keep fucking trying. Every he's not there snap. winning the game. He's no, not, that's that's what's really. Yeah, it's like, there's no he's cliche. Not the winning touchdown. No, he's not making the winning tackle, but he kind of does. He makes it's, a tackle, but that's it. Done. The, game, yeah. the game is not even in contention. Yeah, it's he got on the field and did something. And that's his lifelong dream. And his family who didn't you know, think he could do it is watch him. It there's something about this is where like sports yeah. movies really hit where it's yeah. like. Fuck, he did it. What, what about the part about the fact that he's not smart enough to go there first? So he fucking yeah, enrolls yeah. into, a you know, the community college and works his way into it. He fucking gets a job on the field doing shit, goes to the community college, gets the grades that he needs to do to get there. I mean, like, the whole journey of that character is about determination. And that's why it makes For me what, cry. Five, how yeah. many downs did he get? Three? Yeah, yeah. Three right. downs. Three downs in his college career in the field for, for three, three downs, downs. But yeah. So, and I think too, I mean, you hear this now, now in college football, they always talk about these kids. They always talk about the walk-ons. They talk about the kids. Uh-huh. How many times have you legitimately as a man lost your shit watching a kid find out, a walk-on find out they made scholarship? Yeah. Every fucking year, no matter how much I hate the team. Whether it's fucking Alabama or Ohio State or whoever, whenever they fucking pull out one of those things on social media well, of like you and I have this a guy finds out that we went to high school with Doug yeah. Seaman, who who I, many didn't think he'd ever make it on the team, and he has two national championship rings. He, yeah, he it's it's amazing story when your mind can do something that it's like not in a million De- years I thought we could do. Yeah, determine I'm, Jesus. I mean, I. <laughs> As someone who only played on scrub squads in football, albeit in high school, I mean, that's it's hard eating shit for three hours a day at practice and never getting an ounce of the good stuff. So, yeah. 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 Anyway, Rudy is my number three. I love that story. It's an easy way to make, uh, you know, it's truly an white heteronormal. Yeah. White heteronormative men cry. There you go. Uh, well, my next one is definitely not only sentimental, but also uh, women power. Um, okay. Well, we know what it is now. <laughs> yeah. A league of their own. I it it I didn't realize it was based on something real when I was really young. I didn't know. I thought it was a total fictional movie, 
not knowing that there was this league that existed during uh, late World War Two. Is that in? Yeah. you know, and they were basically out there just to look cute in skirts. But these were women that have been athletes and really just wanted to make a dent and be athletic and, you know, be equal. And the movie does, I think, a really good job of showing what they had to fucking persevere through just to play a game that they loved as much as men. Um, I love some of the, you know, they're in short skirts and they're sliding and you see their the, the raspberries are getting on their legs because, yeah. you know, they're not allowed to wear baseball pants like a, a man. But the emotional connection of, of this, of sister against sister is probably, again, there's something about baseball movies, especially baseball, but I, I believe all sports movies can tap into this, but there's something about baseball movies that tap into the nostalgia of kind of this Americana. Mm-hmm. And it you really see it, especially when the movie starts and ends in the museum. Yeah. And you know, you see that, you know, they're, they're kind of paying tribute to, I, I tear up when they all start singing at the end when they like, you know, there's, yeah. and there's a, there's a, I'm thinking of it and I can literally tear up right now if I mention it, but there's a part where the little boy is there standing next yeah. to his mem- memorial, of it, but he's no longer a little boy. He's, He's the guy who was the villain in the Pee Wee Herman movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, he's, um, he's a phone grown man and his mom's passed and it's, yes. it's just, yeah. And there, you know, and he's standing next to it and he just, they say something like, hey, I, I can't remember his name in the yeah. movie. And, you know, smile. And you can see he just kind of looks at, at the picture of her and he tears up a little and it just hits you. Like, you know, I miss mom and this is where she was the happiest. And, yeah. There's something about that nostalgia that always gets to me. Um, and Tom Hanks is fucking phenomenal in that movie. He plays such a dirtbag, but you still like him. You know, he's like, he's at the end of his career. He doesn't, yeah. he literally says, okay, I go out, I wave my hat and whatever. And Madonna's in this movie and she's great. It's, yeah. it's such a good movie. I, I can watch that one over and over again. John Lovitz in the line, oh. go home, give my wife a little pickle tickle. I <laughs> he's so tickle great every freaking time. <laughs> it's, yeah. He's, he's got such a great character in that. No, I think I also love the, it's the sibling rivalry. It's the getting out of your, your, your sister's yes. shadow. And that's, that's an element to that movie. That's, you know, powerful. Uh, there's certainly more than a few uh, examples of, of that story in, in male as well. Oh, uh, of the getting yeah. of the younger sibling getting out of the the older ones. Uh, thing. No, it's a great movie. It's uh, it's really good. And and Tom Hanks does. Well, a, Lori Petty's really good. They're both yeah. the both leads are really good. Yeah. In that movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I I also really like. I think you you t- you touch upon it. Tom Hanks does a fun a fundamentally amazing job of being despicable but likable. His charm is great, but that's like a really hard thing to do. Yeah. And the acting involved in there. And it's also, but it's real. Like, yes, uh-huh. yes, he doesn't think women can do it at the beginning. And then he starts coaching them and he starts to realize they can play this fucking game. Now, yeah. does he think that they can play their game, the the game at the level of uh, Joe DiMaggio? No, he's still, no. He's still but, but I think he's it doesn't matter. Around. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. He realizes this is the game. This is the purity of the game. 
When you but talk I, about that that purity of baseball and that nostalgia, like that's the thing that everyone goes with with baseball. We built this like magic around baseball because it's like the purity of it all, and that's one of the things that always touches on that. And I this is the first saying. movie that I um, you bringing up this made me think of this, but this is the first movie I can think of where we'll call him the lead male. I he's he's a supporting character, but we'll call him the lead male in this scenario. That where the lead male and the lead female Don't are up. friends and there is no romantic connection. Nope. Even when they're on the bus together and they're having kind of an intimate conversation, but it's not romantic in the slightest. And him talking about, you know, like, you know, all you need to do is this to, you know, to jo- join war. You can just, you know, click your finger. I don't know why they wouldn't let me go to war. And they're having a conversation right. and, and he's there to comfort her when he when she thinks... Bill Pullman is her, her yeah. husband. It just dawned on me. I totally forgot that. Yeah, yeah. When you know she that thinks, she thinks yeah. that she's getting the letter that Bill Pullman died, and it ended up being he's coming somebody home. else. That's yeah. a super emotional moment. Too. I think. I, I think. I think you touch upon that. I was going to say this at the beginning. My thing about Tom Hanks is his character is a man who couldn't go to war, and that's part of the reason why he's a drunk and a grump at the beginning. Yeah, is because yep. he's demasculated, and now he's the coach of these women a further demasculation. And so that's part of that arc there of this guy yeah, yeah. who feels like in that time frame, nothing I'm doing right now. I'm not, makes I'm me not a man. good enough I'm to not be a, a real man. I'm not a real man. And that's a crazy character uh, arc to do. And so hot damn, I feel like we're talking too much about Tom Hanks and not about the women who are doing a beautiful fucking job in this movie as well. But, but yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a fantastic movie. Uh, you're right. Madonna's in it. Rosie O'Donnell's in it. They're all good. Yeah, Rosie's there's really not, funny in this. Too. There's not. There's not a bad role in that entire fucking uh, movie. Every single one of those people develop a. It's kind of like Major League. They all have uh, exactly that ensemble. Everyone is a is a great defined character that you immediately can kind of like get your head around, and you you got there's depth there even if and, there's not a lot Dottie, of depth. Lori's Lori Petty's character, yeah. you just can't fathom that the skill set of her older sister and her older sister's like, I don't want to do this. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Good enough to do this, but I don't want to do this. This, this is isn't my thing. yeah. This isn't my dream. I just yeah. Which <laughs> which is obviously crazy if you've ever been with somebody who's just more naturally talented than and they're you, just they just fucking they kick ass but yeah it's not their fuck. heart yeah. yeah oh watch me do some musical improv yeah i've i've fucking dealt with fuck it. you yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right uh i think that means see you're gonna Let's get see. you're gonna I, get the last number in. one so you get number two here okay yeah um this is a movie i have not seen in a long time and i will give credit to edwin t winkle Mm-hmm. Uh, for putting this movie into my my vocabulary, I had never heard of it at the time, and I remember I had spent the night at his house, and he's like, "We're going to watch this funny movie," and I remember thinking it it's kind of set in the early '80s, uh, and I think it came out in the mid '80s, but it's such a wonderful what could have been mm-hmm. living in the past. Have you seen the best of times with? Uh, it's Kirk Douglas. Not Kirk Douglas. It's uh, Robin Williams oh. and uh, Goldie Hawn's husband. Totally drawing a blank on his name. Oh, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Kurt Kurt Russell was the high school star. Uh-huh. He was a high school quarterback, and it 
they, they, oh they, they, yes i have they start seen the this movie in a flashback it's it's a wonderful flashback about their their high school has had this decades decades long rivalry with this other state and it's always come down to this one game yeah. between these two cities and th- they had the star quarterback and yeah. this was his big moment and robin williams character and it, it's really funny the setup where it's like and i had my moment and the ball came at me and i dropped it and yeah and this in like his entire life has been built on that in the moment he dropped, dropped the ball, ball. yeah i have and it, so he he ends up uh getting a rematch of those same people so it's like 20 years later yes, yes and they go for a rematch and yeah i do remember it's now really that you say a great it. game and like towards the end of the movie because kurt russell's character is the quarterback again he's in pretty decent shape he could still be a quarterback at this point and he benches him and he's like you can't bench me this is my lifelong dream he's like no we want to win this and you're not gonna you're gonna drop the ball it's it's wonderful mm-hmm. how they set up this it's like you know, fuck you. We 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 all moved on. We all lost, and and you, yeah. you're holding on to this moment like it was your end all be all. And I've done that too. There are things in my life that's like if I had only had caught in that ball at that yeah, moment, right? Whatever the, the whatever that ball is, is, yeah, yeah. If I only had done that one thing, uh, and I didn't. Oh God, yeah. No, I do remember that. Now that you explain the plot, I'm like, oh yes, I have seen it's that movie, movie, and it's, it's a great a, movie. And it's really funny. It's very fun. It's so weird. I think about that movie and I'm like, wow, we don't have, like, I really honestly, this is not me being like a curmudgeon or whatever, but like, it's like, I don't know if that, there's there's movies like that out there anymore. Because you know what? That movie appealed to fucking middle-aged people. That's like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's who it was. And we do not make movies for them. Not like, no, not, not like that. And, and, if it's I not for the young folks, was when nobody I saw fucking cares. It, it wasn't for me at the yeah. time anyway. Um, it, it, it's like the Ted Bundy, you know, reliving the glory days in, you know, uh, Married with Children. Uh, did I say Ted Bundy? <laughs> yeah, you did say Ted Bundy. Yeah, Ted. The Bundy, yeah. Okay, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. You know, Ted Bundy reliving the glory days. <laughs> you know, just him alone in a Volkswagen bug driving around the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> anyway, uh, no, there's something about that movie. And it's Robin Williams plays super nerdy in this yeah. and super inept. And, you know, like, and they all married and he just feels like. Like yeah, he just I, if I remember, life. yeah, there's this great I think there's a great scene in that movie with his wife where she tries to get him to go look at the look at your life. It's not bad. Why yeah, are you hung yeah. up on this? You did great things. It's just a fucking and game. actually like, Kurt Russell's character. Like, I think there were scouts there. Or, like, it's been yeah. so long since I've yeah. seen it. And like, he's a little mad because I think it like, torpedoes his, his big moment. Yes. Yeah. And it torpedoed his moment, which is kind of not right <laughs> the, true the, the scouts would have been like oh that ball was straight on where it should have been and that receiver didn't fucking catch it yeah we'll still send you to yeah we'll still send you to bama for that yeah uh that's a great one dude that's a great one uh i will uh i i, I like it uh my number two is uh a movie that also stars kurt russell what uh, it's Miracle. It's all about the 1980 oh, oh. Uh, 
American uh, uh, Olympic hockey team. I thought you were going to go with like a triathlete version. No, no, no. He's been in a lot of sport movies. He's been in a lot of sport. No, no. uh, Kurt Russell plays the coach. And I just remember that movie. Disney made it. Fuck, that's a good movie. It's just a good movie. Well, I mean, look, there's a lot of good feelings about that fucking story. But one of my favorite parts about it is, I don't know if you watched it at all, but when they start practice... He asks who you play for, and they all are given their college teams. They're all amateurs. They're all, you know what I mean? There's a couple of different things. One of it is about him, the tactic of him being such a fucking dick of a coach that the team gels against him. Like, they have to bond together. There's also that whole thing of, like, him not spelling out what he wants them to learn and having them figure it out. And so they start, they realize that when he's like, who do you play for? I play for America, you know. I'm not here for my college team. I'm here for America and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then it's the the final part of that is the, yeah, these guys are professionals in the Red Army. They're all paid to play hockey all the fucking yes. time. But that doesn't matter. You've got, you've got better, um, you know, it's, I just, I love that movie so it's much. It's a super underdog movie because, you know, yeah. even at that time, nobody expected America to beat Russia. Absolutely um, not. Absolutely not. And again, and they it's especially not the final didn't. Round, but it's no, like... it's not. Yeah, I love that too. They, I think they still had to play what Finland, isn't it? They still Finland. had to play one of like, somebody else. I, I think Finland was a cakewalk in comparison. Like the game, like yeah. really, the championship game was against yeah. Russia. Yeah. But I, I, I don't know. Soviet Union. Sorry. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Soviet Union. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know how much. I, I can't get into. It's very funny. I I love this movie, but it is not a movie that I've seen a hundred times. There are a lot of movies on this list that I have seen maybe a dozen times or whatever. Mm-hmm. Miracle is not one of those because it's maybe the the newest movie that I've seen. And and this came out like in two thousand and seven or something. I was like gonna that. say it was post college years. That much I remember. Oh, yeah. it's in the two thousands. It's it's only yeah. been out for a little while. Uh, and I just I haven't. I know it's on Disney Plus. And I just haven't, you know, watched it a whole bunch. But I remember walking out of that movie, my wife and I, and being like, yeah, that was a fucking good movie. It was probably one of the better movies I saw that year. Uh, and I really, really enjoyed it. I think the acting is strong. I think the as sports movie goes, it's kind of an easy slam dunk. It made you feel, you know, proud and all that other stuff. And it, and it had a lot of great lessons, which I, I like in I like in sports movies. I yeah. fucking like I like lessons in sports movies. I like I like those moral morals to come out. So yeah. While we're talking, I thought of a couple other movies. I'm like, well, crap! I would have put that on my list too. Shit! I just thought of an, and like I literally went on the internet and scoured. And there, this this is a really dense subject. If yeah, you think it about is. It. But yeah, should we uh, should we do our honorable mentions now before we get to number one? Should we make this like a BuzzFeed? You haven't? Uh, sure. Why not? Yeah. I my number one is coming up next, but. Uh, I'm going to list uh, my the ones that I got in no particular okay. order, okay? Okay. Number one, Caddyshack. Number two, Varsity Blues. Number three, Teen Wolf, because it's all about a basketball game. The wolf part is uh, secondary. Uh, yeah. Number four is Rocky. Number five is Death Race 2000. Sure, that's a sports movie. It's all yeah, about yeah, sport. Yeah, no. I mean, and I, Rocky's th- a great set, it, especially Rocky One is a really a sports movie. Yeah, it's very much a sports movie. Uh, number six, Blue Chips with Nick Nolte. Oh, Blue Chips is a good one too. Yeah. Yeah. Number seven, Days of Thunder. I like uh, Days of Thunder a lot, actually. Number eight, Draft Day with Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner's in more than a fair share of sports movies. I, I've never seen Draft Day. I, I have seen probably almost every other sport movie he's been in. I've never seen Draft Day. Oh, Draft Day's pretty good. I like it. Draft Day's, uh, oh, it's very heady. It's very heady, and it like 
really delves into the is idea. Is that with Amy Adams? T- or is no? That's uh, okay. No, no, no. I'm thinking of uh, the uh, Eastwood movie that she's in. Uh, Trouble with the Curvets. Yeah, it's coming up in a minute. Yes. That's yeah. Why. No draft day. It's it's all about like he's got the star pro- prospect, and everyone thinks he should go for this guy, and he ends yeah. up. Uh, he's the GM of this football team and he ends up with a gut check and he goes with the other guy because he thinks the other guy's a better person. Although, like, like he thinks, oh, sure, this guy's got a lot of talent, but he's going to let me down. Mm-hmm. Like he's not he's not strong enough. He won't fit the team. Uh, it's crazy. I like it. Um, Trouble with the Curve is actually number nine. So good call on that one. That's the Amy Adams one. Uh, Moneyball, also good. Uh, Moneyball is a great movie. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Happy Gilmore. Uh, I love Happy Gilmore. The Goon, which is probably on my honorable mention, but might be number six. Hockey movie. Have you ever seen it with Stifler? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've seen it. It's, it's one of those movies. Plastic. Yeah. But it's one of those movies, however, that when you when you tell people, oh, it's got Stifler in it and it's about hockey, they're like, oh, okay. And then you're like, yeah. no, this is actually super fucking good. It is a is much it? better movie than it is. Is it Strange Brew a hockey movie? Ooh. No, there's hockey in there. There's they, hockey they, they, in there, but it's a scene. It's a bit. I, I, it's I guess not a. If Strange Brew is a hockey movie, then so is Batman and Robin. So right, exactly. Uh, Slapshot. Speaking of uh, a hockey yes, movie, I love Slapshot. Uh, Kingpin, uh, which might be my only oh, bowling right. movie. Kingpin is, Kingpin a bowling is movie. Such a bad movie. I love it. <laughs> it's terrible. But it is one hundred percent all about bowling. So it is yeah. hilarious. It is so freaking hilarious. God, you really knock something um, loose. Do you have any pool movies, billiards? Oh, uh, I thought of it after I wrote my list, but probably The Hustler should be in there. Color of Money is Color a of Money good is a good. Yeah. Like Color of Money is a good honorable mention. Yeah. Um, here, let me just throw out some of my honorable okay. mentions too. Uh, Asterix sixty one, which I don't know if it was actually in theaters. I believe it was an HBO made. I uh, yeah, I think it's I could HBO. be wrong. Uh-huh. Um, but it was it made me cry. That movie mm-hmm. made me cry. There's such a great story in that uh, about the crap he went through for breaking Babe Ruth's uh, yeah. record. Um, yeah. It's it's such a good movie. Um, Jerry Maguire, I think, is a very good sports movie. Uh, you know, again, told from a different point of view rather than the sports star. You're learning from the the agent. Let me ask you a question. Do you think uh, Last Boy Scout is a football movie? It is. Yeah. All right. Not it. it it's not a traditional, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a central uh, part cool of the... Cool Runnings. Cool, cool Runnings, Runnings is, is on my list. Cool Runnings should definitely be on there, yeah. Um, I will say Replacements is a great movie. Mm-hmm. I like the Replacements. I don't have it on this list for another reason, but I can watch Replacements over and over again. It's There's something about that movie. Necessary Roughness is another mm-hmm. one I put mm-hmm. almost right under... Um, Wildcats. Yes, sorry, my, my list closed here. I'm trying to... That's why I handwrite everything, Rob. Yeah. I, I normally do, but I, I didn't have time today. Uh, what else is... White Man Can't Jump? I've never seen that, you know? I've never what? seen it. You've never seen White Man Can't Jump? I don't... I don't if know you like Rosie is. Perez's breasts, you should watch White Man Can't Jump. Can you She's... watch Rosie Perez jump? Rosie Perez's breasts, I think, get top billing in that movie. I don't know what your number one is, and I... I, I want I to well here uh, let me let me tell you the rest of mine so uh, we get it uh, okay. if my number one is in your honorable mentions that's Dude, we, neither sad, one of us right? said tin cup yet right 
Tin Cup was my number 15. White Men Can't Jump is 16. Yeah, I love Tin Cup's ending is another one of those, like, it's one of the best ending to a sports movies. I love the ending to Tin Cup. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what happens? I don't. Um, he's in the PGA. He's, he's a guy who's uh, in, in the PGA, and he is kind of just... He's not mentally stable anymore. Yeah. Everybody knows that he's a great, you know, he's, he was good in his prime or whatever, but he, he never, ever won the big one. He finally, like, he meets somebody and he goes straight and narrow and he starts playing really good. But on the very last hole, he just, there's a shot where, like, they, they think that Kevin Costner's character is supposed to lay it up and do two shots and get yeah. onto this island and it's no big deal. Uh, and, and he wins. He's like, if you just do this, you win. There's, yeah. and, and it's two layups and he's in. Yeah. Um, but, uh, he does, he, he, he basically has a mental breakdown in a hilarious way Yeah. and he starts hitting it and he keeps shanking him into the water <laughs> and he's like, no, no, I'll do it again. Shanks in the water. No, 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 no. I'll do it again. Shanks in the water. No, no, I'll do it again. And just keeps missing the, the green. And like, everybody's watching him and they're like, oh my God, he's just losing it. And, and like, and his girlfriend who's played by Renee Russo and she's, yeah. she's drinking and laughing, thinking it's hilarious. And you can hear the sports broadcasters are like, you know, they're just super embarrassed. And finally he like, he holds up like the la- like the last ball in his, in his uh-huh. rep- And they're like, okay. And he puts it down and he knocks it and he goes right in. Mm-hmm. And it just, and he's lost by like 30 shots. Yeah. But it's the most phenomenal shot of all time. <laughs> and they're like, we don't care who actually wins this. That is the craziest ending I've ever seen. It's, it's a really great ending because like the whole place just explodes and they're all diving to get this ball. And yeah. it's it's a great, I love the ending to Tin Cup. I, I did not remember it. And I don't know if I've seen all of that movie. So there you go. Uh, but uh, I knew it was good. Uh, Waterboy over the top. Over, the, over top. the top, over the top. That's a sport. Uh, Vision Quest, because I realized we didn't have any um, wrestling. actual real wrestling. Re- real wrestling in here. Don't don't no start with barred. me, Bell's ass. No don't start with barred. me. I didn't have no no holds barred in there. Uh, and then uh, Pride of the Yankees. I did, I think we needed to have Pride of the Yankees on here. That's the Luke Garrett. Yeah, that's movie. that's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. So uh, okay. you want you going first? I'm yeah. We'll 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 continue with more just in case we. I don't want to say. Here's the thing, folks. I know what his number one is, so I feel comfortable saying my honorable mentions, but he doesn't know what my number one is. So, I do not know yeah. what your number one so is. So I he he doesn't want to say something and then have it not right. My number one little story about a boy named Roy Hobbs. It's the natural. That movie's fucking incredible. I love that I movie. Lo- I love the natural. I, I love I hate baseball. Ending. I hate baseball. I love the natural. I'll watch the natural any damn day. He bleeding. Mm. You talk about the greatest ending to a sports movie. Yeah. That's pretty far up there. Wonder Boy. Mm. Remember when the when the fucking bat breaks? Mm-hmm. And then the bat boy gives him. And the him little his, boy comes out. <laughs> gives him his bat. He fucking does it. You just, and you're you like, know, yeah. that's like that's like when Mjolnir breaks. And you're like, how are we fucking gonna go on? He just had to learn his power. But do you remember how he got, how he gets the you know like yeah the the wound in the first yeah because he the gets whole the story is yeah the really the, the weird crazy woman who was gonna fuck Babe Ruth and then he struck out Babe Ruth so she goes for him and uh, yeah that whole scandal and everything like that and it's just also funny too because it's like why would you 
I don't think he did anything wrong. Why was he like, you know, that whole thing of like not wanting people to know who he was and yeah. how, you know what I mean? And the fact I, that he's like fucking older than dirt by the time he gets into the major leagues, but is still like the greatest player. The the best part about that movie is, and, and I sincerely mean this, is like you see that moment. He he does the, the, the impossible to win this game. Mm-hmm. He's running around the bases. He wins. You know, right before the credits roll, they show him out in a field, and it's a super emotional fathers and sons type moment at the very end of that. And it, it, it was one of the things that stood out to me in that movie that because he always wanted to be a family man, right? And, yeah, uh, it's yeah, it's just it's just flat out great. Robert Redford's like I think seventy five in that movie. I'm not really sure because he was like a thousand. When he was in Winter Soldier, right? Yeah, um, I was gonna say I. I don't think he was terribly old, but he was old for a baseball player. Yeah, I mean, I'm just obviously. kidding. I'm just kidding because when he walks out in Winter Soldier, you're like, "What the fuck?" He still looks pretty good. <laughs> yeah, no, he's still a really good Mumra. He's just a Mumra. It's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I. Yeah, I. I did yeah. not think that your number one would be a baseball natural. movie because yeah. it was on my natural my my honorable mention list. But again, there was like I was afraid you might say Hoosiers. Oh, and, Hoosiers is a great, and it should be on our honorable mentions. Holy yeah, shit! Like, I, is that that's not your that's not Hoosiers. your number one? Obviously, that's not my number one. But Hoosiers I, I is you were great. Say Hoosiers is a great fucking movie uh, and has some similar tone. Well, they're sports movies. They, yeah, they all have underdogs. similar tones. Yeah. yeah. Um but no that scene I thought, in I, that scene in Hoosiers where he has a measure the the court. Yes. Yeah. To make sure that they understand it's exactly the same as it is back home. Oh fuck. That's a great scene. That is, is a great it, goddamn scene. Okay. Yeah. You gotta get look, we're uh what's your number one? We're going now? long here, yeah. yeah, I know. Um my number one. Are you ready for it? Yeah, I'm ready for it. Okay. If you build it, we will come. Fucking Costner. How many fucking <laughs> that movie was it was my dad had seen it in the theater a week before we flew out to Virginia and he kept talking about this baseball movie and there was something we always did I could get teary I just telling you this there was something we always did we would play catch in the backyard it was me and my two brothers and my dad and we would just play catch in the backyard and even at that age I was probably 5, 10, 15, you name it, that was the big thing. We all bring our gloves, we sit in the backyard, and we try and throw as hard as we can and see if we can't hurt each other's hands. That was just what you did. And especially with being so estranged from my father, him being on the other side of the country, and I would get to see him for like a month and a half and then fly back to Omaha and not get to see him for a year. Yeah. And we flew out there. He had just seen it the week before and he was like i want you guys to see this movie and i had no i i don't even remember seeing it in the theater or or seeing commercials about i had no clue what it was about just feel the dreams and like a baseball movie and i'm i mean i can't even remember what age i was i was old enough to understand and stuff but i we were teenagers yeah yeah but i mean like to even get an emotional connection and the journey that he goes, and I'm like, there's a ghost? Like, he's hitting ghost voices to build it. Like, I didn't understand what it was for. And then you get to that final scene where he, he figures out that the, the guy playing catcher is not only, you know, this ghost is, is actually his, his father come back from dead. And he, 
like I did it for him and and uh Shoeless Joe Jackson goes, No, he did it for you. And it just yeah. hits you immediately. And and even Kevin Kevin Costner going, Hey dad, do you want to have a catch? And it just hits me every time. There's something about that. I just want to go and play catch with my dad. We were we were 14 when that came out, sweetie. Wow. So yep. there you go. Uh, well, someone bringing out the fucking emotional heat to try to win this thing for himself. I don't know how I can follow that. Uh, it's a good movie. I think, again, uh, so I have a lot of friends. Like, I, you know it's a classic joke of mine how much I dislike baseball. I, yes. I dislike watching baseball. The intellectual in me... Here's these stories, the poetry of baseball, and it all makes sense. Maybe I just am so bad at baseball, that's why I just dislike watching it. I'm not really sure. But that movie is like, yeah. I know a lot of people that talk about that movie as like a like the central love note to Americans in baseball, and it's, it's so great. I think it's not just to baseball because it's not but it's also modern like, baseball. It's to Americana baseball yeah, of, it's the baseball. of our parents' use. Yeah. Uh, not even not even more than that yeah it's the it's the kind of baseball that steve rogers was listening to that that it's yeah. it's because that's not what baseball is anymore it's the nostalgia baseball that it's a love letter to yeah and um, it also is a huge thing about families fathers and sons and the bonds and all it that is. stuff like that yeah that's big and i think there's a lot of that in these movies there is a ton of that sentimental uh fathers and sons uh or you know, mothers and daughters, or sons and daughters, or you know what I mean—that that sort of thing. Sport is something that a lot of uh, a lot of people do as a family, or you know, you learn, you teach, you teach your kids about the sports that you like and, and all that other stuff. I can tell you, man, one of the things I miss the most is I miss my daughter playing softball. We she was going to end softball before we moved to California, anyway. You know. Uh-huh. Because it was getting too competitive, and she just wasn't that competitive, uh, both in in her abilities and and her mindset. And so that last, like, man, what a bittersweet that last uh, season of of softball was crazy for us. And so, and it's one of the things that I always think about is, you know, when she was playing and, and going to those games and all that stuff like that. So it's crazy. Uh, I think you won because you almost made me cry. So that's great. <laughs> Uh, what are some? Do you have any other any other honorable mentions that we have not talked about? There's so many sports movies. Um, the more we I, talk yeah. about it, the more I think of it. Uh, the more I think about it, I uh, keep coming up with ones. But like, I think I'm pretty happy with at least what we've mentioned. Basketball, Knowing obviously, well, a big we're one. Probably leaving basketball. That's a great. <laughs> I, that's one of my favorite. I love basketball. It just popped in my head as I was saying. Basketball is one of the stupidest movies of all time, and I love it. Like Steve Perry. Steve Perry, better should have been gone. Yeah. Anyway, I think I think uh, it's safe to say I won. Yeah, uh, you won. That's fine. You're always better at sports than me. Uh, well, Rob, because you're the winner, that means you get to say our uh, ending line. Uh, it's our tag phrase. Every podcast has been ended uh, with it for the last 25 years. Uh, before that, of course, uh, we discovered uh, this tagline written on an ancient scroll. Uh, buried under a long-forgotten kingdom's uh, last and final king under a holy scepter, which radiated uh, bluish light in moonlight and told us that there were goblins nearby. It is something that uh, has weight and value. <laughs> this tagline 
is a mantra and a belief system. Say it. I believe there ought to be a constitutional amendment outlawing AstroTurf and the designated hitter. I believe in the sweet spot, softcore pornography, opening your presents Christmas morning rather than Christmas Eve. And I believe in long, slow, deep, soft, wet kisses that last for three days. And there's no crying in baseball. Thank you.